Kotong, Gorola, Shalom, Uktula, Molalo. You are listening to the Defilahims podcast, and I am your host, Lebohang Madise. Please join the conversation by engaging with the Defilahims community, which can be found on Twitter at Defila underscore Hims or on Facebook pages as Defilahims app. Links can also be found in the episode description below. You're listening to episode 6, which is centered around hymn 32 from the Defilatas Uni hymn book titled Bonang Lerato La Jesu. Bonang kick off with the most famous scripture um normally when people want to introduce um people to to god's love they normally use the scripture and that's john chapter 3 verse 16 which reads as follows for god so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So John 3 verse 16 really speaks about the love God has for us. And um, if we go one verse uh, before that, which is verse 15, it emphasizes the reason. It says, that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life, okay? I, w- I would also like to read this in in uh, Sepedi. Um, I'm going to start with John 3, verse 16, which says, Chobane mudimu urati lelefatsi gaga aba alinea morawa gagwe atwetsugo anoshi gore mang le mang ya mudumetsego I really love the the Northern Soto um, translation because it really emphasizes that meaning so that everyone who believes in him should not get lost, right? Instead, may they have everlasting life. And if we go one verse before that, in verse 15, it really emphasizes that messaging. That is God's love for us. 
which is in alignment with the theme of the hymn, which means, oh, look at the love of Jesus. So verse one says, verse one of hymn 32 says, Bonang lerato la Jesu, meaning, oh, look at the love of Jesus. Kamoya reshuti, the way he died for us. He died for people who have sinned, those who are lost. So it really complements John 3 from verse 15 to 16, because it says, uh, him one of him, I mean, verse 1 of him 32 says that Jesus's love, oh, look at Jesus's love. Um, he, shown, he has shown this by dying for us. And he died for us, um, you know, all sinners, all who are lost. And yet in John 3, verse 15 to 16, we read that he died for us so that those who believe in him shall not get lost. Instead, they will have everlasting life. As we continue on to verse 2 of hymn 32, which says, Otoheze lehodimo, kiena moramodimo. So those are the first two lines of the second verse. Otoheze lehodimo means he came down from heaven or he left heaven. Kiena moramodimo means he is the son of God. And then, um, and then the verse concludes by saying, So the line, means it is the lamb that has been slaughtered. Let us give thanks. So the opening the opening lines of verse 2 of hymn 32 um, bring us back to John 3, but this time all the way up to verses 13. If we read it in the New International Version, it says, No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. So John 3 verse 13 says, no one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. And if we read it in Soto, uh, the Bible scripture in Northern Soto, it says, so I'd actually also, so that is in Northern Soto, but I would like to read it in Sisoto, which is um, Southern Soto. So John 3, verse 13 says, 
ya leng le So John Johanne 3 verse 13 from the Southern uh, Soto Bible says, Ha ho ya ki leng anyolo hela le hodimong. Ha se ya teo hi leng le hodimong. E leng moramotu ya leng le hodimong. Meaning, no one has ever uh, descended from heaven. You know? Um, no, actually, no one has ever ascended. So nyolo hela is to ascend. No one has ever ascended to heaven. If it's not the one that has come down from heaven, which is the Son of God. So if we read it again in English, John 3 verse 13, it says, No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. So that is evidence that the first two lines of him 32, verse 2. And then as we continue on with verse 2, where it says, It says, it is the lamb that has been crucified. Let us give thanks. So... For for this particular verse, right? I would I would like us to go to the book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah chapter fifty-three from from verse 4, so you can read it from verse 4 um, all the way to the end because it talks about how, um, you know, Jesus was crucified, you know. And if we read Isaiah chapter 53, verse 4, it says, But he endured the suffering that should have been ours, the pain we should have borne, all the while, we thought that his suffering was punishment sent by God. But because of our sins, he was wounded, beaten because of the evil we did. We are healed by the punishment he suffered, made whole by the blows he received. Okay, so that is Isaiah chapter 53 from verse 4 to 5. And if we continue on to verse 6, it says, All of us were like sheep that were lost, each of us going his own way. But the Lord made the punishment fall on him, the punishment all of us deserved. And then if we continue on to verse 7, it says, He was treated harshly, but endured it humbly. He never said a word. Like a lamb about to be slaughtered, like a sheep about to be sheared, he never said a word. So, so, so this um this book Isaiah chapter 53 really goes into detail about how Jesus died for us. I mean, if you go all the way to verse 10, it says, The Lord says, It is my will that he should suffer. His death was a sacrifice to bring forgiveness. And so he will see his descendants, he will live a long life, and through him my purpose will succeed. 
So it really ties in very well with our hymn of the day, which is hymn 32 from the Defilatazione hymn book. And if we continue on, so hymn 32 has four verses. We've gone through the first two. If we go, if we continue on to verse three, which says, Seujiso asevatlang kepelote momamelang uri lekelabo pelo bobo safeling. So the opening line of hymn 32 verse 3 says, What Jesus wants, right? Our hearts that listen to him. So meaning he grants them everlasting life, you know, um, tying us back to to John 3, verse 15 to 16. And then the hymn concludes with verse 4, which reads as follows, meaning, let us all love um, the Savior. So, Moloki is Savior. Who has called us unto cleanliness or purity, the day he he comes back or descends down again, we will dance and, and sing Alleluia. So this is a really, really special hymn and um, it ties in very closely with a couple of scriptures. Um, I mean, We've read now from Isaiah chapter 53, but if we also um, go on to Matthew 11 verses 28, uh, which I've quoted also in previous episodes, where it's evidence that, you know, um, you know, just like how when it rains, right? Rain rains on everyone. It does not say, um, you're a Christian in good standing, so the droplets will touch you. And someone who has not accepted the Lord Jesus in their life, the rain will not touch them. No, it it is by grace, like it touches everybody. And that is similar to the, life, the love of God for us, you know. So he came for everyone, you know. Um, he came without sin and yet died for our sins. And um, as we were unpacking these scriptures, um, we were also directed to the book of Acts. Um, you can start reading from chapter 8 
as well as chapter nine. There it talks about, um, so let me actually go to it. So it's the book of Acts chapter nine, chapter eight. Okay. And then uh, the title, so, so chapter eight, but, but with chapter eight, we actually read about how um, Paul, uh, Saul was persecuting the church and it's, and it explains everything, the history and everything. And it's only when you get into chapter nine that we learn of the conversion of Saul. Okay. And what's really special about this is that, um, you know, like, um, God's voice or Jesus's voice cried out from the sky, right? Uh, so if you read in Acts 9, chapter 3, it says, As Saul was coming near the city of Damascus, suddenly a light from the sky flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? And then Saul replied, Who are you, Lord? He asked. I am Jesus, whom you persecute, the voice said. But get up and go into the city where you will be told what you must do. So, so Jesus' voice was literally crying out from heaven unto Saul, saying, why are you persecuting me? You know? And um, if, if you really just continue on with Acts chapter 9 and continue reading, um, you will see that um, there's a turning point, right, where, where, where another Christian from, from Damascus named Ananias had a vision where um, the Lord told Ananias that he must get ready to go and meet uh, and go to the house of Judas and ask from, for a man from Tarsus named Saul, right? Uh, he is praying. And in the vision, he has seen a man named Ananias and come in a place, come in and place his hands on him that he might see again. So, so Anana I mean, Saul was actually praying and he saw a vision of a man coming to his, to the house and laying his hands on him so that he can regain his sight, right? And at the same time, while this is happening, God is calling on Ananias, who's also a Christian, to say, hey, I'm directing you to get ready and go to Straight Street, and there you will find a house of Judas, and in there, ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, okay? So Ananias answered, Lord, Many people have told me about this man and all the terrible things he has done to your people in Jerusalem. And he has come to Damascus with authority from the chief priests to arrest all who worship you. The Lord said to him, go, because I have chosen him to serve me, to make my name known to Gentiles and kings, and to the people of Israel, and I myself will show him all that he must suffer for, for my sake. So Ananias went 
entered the house where Saul was and placed his hands on him. Brother Saul, he said, the Lord has sent me, Jesus himself, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here. He sent me so that you might be able to see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. At once, something like fish scales fell from Saul's eyes and he was able to see again. He stood up and was baptized. And after he had eaten, his strength came back. So this is really, really special because it shows that, you know what, um, nothing can really separate us from the love of God. And that sometimes the greatest of God's works can be done by people whom, you know, like the, the stone that was literally thrown away that people thought was useless or even a murderer like Saul, you know, God was able to do some of his best, best works through him. He was able to send him to many, many nations so that he can preach the word of God. And at first they were really scared because they thought he was probably trying to trick them to see if indeed they believe in the Lord Jesus so that he can kill them. But um, then they realized that all the things that he was saying were, were because of the Holy Spirit, you know. So you can go on and read Acts chapter 8 as well as Acts chapter 9 um, to read about the conversion of Saul from Saul to Paul. Um, going back to our hymn, the reason why, so this hymn, hymn 32, is actually based in the New Testament because it's, it's, already, it's already referencing um, the death of Jesus. You know, it's saying, oh, see the love of God, the way he died for, he died for us, you know, he died for all sinners. However, all of this was prophesied in the book of Isaiah. So not only in chapter 53, but also in Isaiah 47 verses 13. So I really ask you to go back and read these scriptures. And if you also um, go to Luke, Luke, Luke chapter 2 from verses 8. Luke chapter 2 verses 8, which which is which which really is about you know, the angel telling the shepherds that um, Jesus will be born, you know. So, so Luke 2 verse 8 says, There were some shepherds in that part of the country who were spending the night in the fields taking care of their flock. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone over them. They were terribly afraid, but the angel said to them, Don't be afraid. I am here with good news for which will bring great joy to all people. This very day in David's town, your savior was born, Christ the Lord. And this is what will prove it to you. You will find a baby wrapped in strips of cloth and lying in a, in a manger. Suddenly, a great army of heaven's angels appeared with the angel singing praises to God. Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom he is pleased, okay? When the angels went away from, the, from them back into heaven, 
The shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us. So this is Luke chapter 2 from verse 8 to 15. But if we just concentrate on um, verse 14, where it says, glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom he is pleased. It it really emphasizes um, the messaging that we find in verse 3 of him 32, which says, you know, so, so glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom he is pleased. So, so yeah, um, to conclude, I would like to go to Revelations chapter 1 from verse 7 to 8, which says, Look, he is coming on the clouds. Everyone will see him, including those who pierced him. All people on earth will mourn over him, so it shall be. I am the first and the last, says the Lord God Almighty, who is, who was, and is to come. Thank you. Bona lira, to la jiso, kamo are, shwe zing li fu, u shwe ziba, tu ba sin zeng, ba di me zing, ba di Sangatang retabina. <laughs>